You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Winning Cures Everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. What's up, what's up? Winning Cures Everything NFL previews for week number six. I'm Gary. And I'm Chris. As always, you can find us over at winningcureseverything.com. All of our social feeds, all of uh, all of our podcasts, our videos, etc. Our gambling picks will be over there as well. Get that sweet jam going. So, we got a big slate this week. Feels pretty good. Every week it feels like, eh, we've got some that might not be so good. And then you have interesting games that happen. All week long. Oh, yeah. Because it's the NFL. That's right. And this kind of crap happens. So that's the way it goes. Um, The show is brought to you by Tunica, Mississippi. They're the South's premier sports gambling destination. That's our buddies down in the Delta, our friends in the Delta. You can find more information about all six of their sports books over at tunicatravel.com. they got good stuff over there. They, They are working on amazing things. You can find more information on everything that they're doing over at tunicatravel.com. So go check that out. If you have not entered yet, go enter the Football Picks Contest that is over on the website, winningcureseverything.com. Click in Football Picks Contest. It's right there in the navigation bar. You can win some prizes from Tunica, Mississippi. They, they send out all kind of cool stuff. It's, it's a fun thing, uh, and we will get prizes out and whatnot, of course. So, let's fire in. Are you ready? You ready to do this? Let me get my pen so I can write our times down. Ready to go. All right. Game number one. We are starting off in Los Angeles. Memorial Coliseum in L.A. Look, the Rams, three-and-a-half-point favorite over the undefeated 49ers. The total, 50-and-a-half. It's at 3.05 p.m. on Fox. Central time, that is God's time zone. Since moving to L.A. in 2016, the 49ers are 4-2 and two against the spread, 3-3 three and three straight up against the Rams, the Rams were 2-0 straight up and against the spread last year, and they were they were pretty dominant last year. That's right. Now, this team don't look like that team. Nope. And the 49ers team, definitely not like that team. No. L.A. has run 240 passing plays this year. That is number one in the NFL. It seems like a lot. I remember in the uh, Tampa Bay game, he threw for over 60. Yeah. Yeah. That's ridiculous. San Francisco has run 121 passing plays. 
that is dead last in the NFL. They don't throw the football that much. That's because of the zone locking scheme and the run game. Exactly. They got Yards. a three-horse monster right now running the football. Oh, yeah. I mean, all of them are good. Yes. All of them are good. Yards per point margin, San Francisco 4.6 at number five in the NFL. Los Angeles negative 1.1. That's number 21 in the NFL. The 49ers offensive yards per play, 6.3. That's number four in the NFL. The Rams defense, as far as yards per play goes, 5.4. They're number 10. So you got the number four yards per play going up against the number 10 yards per play defense. Rams offensive yards per play, 6.0. That's number nine in the NFL. The 49ers defensive yards per play. What they give up, 4.5, number four in the NFL. So the, the 49ers, as far as yards per play go, number four on offense and defense. This is a damn good football team. Yes. The analytics have the Rams winning by 3.74 points. I think it's wrong. I do too. I mean, and we talked about this in our gambling picks segment, yes. but like I, I love the 49ers here. I think I they're completely undervalued. Yeah. I, I, I think you're still believing this Rams team is different than what they really are. And people are having a hard time wrapping their head around. This 49ers team has been bad for a long time. And it's just hard to assume they have flipped the script and they are good now. Yeah. I think they're good now. I think they are too. Like I, I like the 49ers here. We've I, seen we've seen five games, yeah. four games, and and I I think this team is real. I, I think outside of the Patriots. Yep. I think the 49ers could be the best team in the NFC. Yeah, I think that they, yeah. I, I really think that. I, I think they find a way to win this game. They are the best team in the NFC. And and I don't see the Patriots slowing down by any stretch no, of the imagination. No, 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 no. Um, but second best team in the NFL ain't bad. No, I, I don't know. I don't know that I'm going to give them. I don't know. It's hard. I mean, it's it, look. I still I, like the Chiefs a lot. I, I like the Chiefs too, but. I think this 49ers defense would definitely slow them down. You know what? You're right. And I think they can. Oh, they would absolutely run on them, and yeah. they can throw on them. No, they would put up points against that Chiefs team. I, I'd like to see that game. Oh, I'd love to see that game. I don't want to see it in the Super Bowl, obviously. No. That would hurt me, personally. But, but I, I would love to see that game. Yeah, you're, you're right about that. Let's move on. Monday Night Football, the Detroit Lions at the Packers. Packers a four-and-a-half-point favorite Total is 47 on this. It's 7.15 p.m. on ESPN at Lambeau. Lambeau Field in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Yards per point margin, Green Bay 6.1. They're number four in the NFL. That's pretty damn good. The Lions, 1.1. That's number 13. The Lions have looked good so far. But I think this Packers team is better. Like I think Aaron Rodgers, while he is looking average, the rest of this team with Aaron Jones at running back, with all the guys that they have on the line of scrimmage, I think this team is really, really good. Uh, you got what sixty-two percent of the action over at Vegas Insider yeah. is on yeah. on it's, the line. It's, it's even. It's it's moved a bunch today, and so, so and it's still still sitting at four and a half though. Yeah. So yeah, I I like the Packers here. Like I, I and I know that you like the Lions, right? I do like the Lions. You think the Lions win this one outright? Yeah, I think I think they will. I think they can, and and yeah, I would I would, I would pick them with our pick. Yeah, I, I, now could I see the Lions winning the game? Yeah, it's a divisional opponent. The 
It's tough. And the don't, Packers have already won. They won two divisions. of them. I just don't think they're going to sweep through this division. And and I also think this this might be the best offense that they've played. Maybe yeah, not maybe. against the Cowboys. The Cowboys offense. And you you didn't like the Cowboys good, But I I didn't. I don't know. I don't know why they look so bad. I think people have figured out Kellen Moore, maybe. Um, but uh, I think this might be the most complete offense they've played. It sure as hell ain't the Bears. It ain't the Broncos. You know, yeah. ain't the Vikings. No, you're right. You're right. So it's just one of those teams where this team can run the ball, they can throw the ball, they control the line of scrimmage with their offensive line. I'm very interested to see this offensive line against the Packers' defensive line. Yeah. If they can control the line of scrimmage the way they have the rest of the games that the the, the Vikings have, uh, the Lions have played, then I think they got a shot at this game. Now you you might be right. You might be right. Monday night football is going to be a lot of fun with that one. I, I agree you, with that. I love division games on Monday night. Totally agree with that. So much. They're fun. so much better than when you don't get a divisional game. You you tend to sometimes get lopsided yeah. outcomes. You're right about that. Next up, Eagles at the Vikings. Now you said this wasn't that big of a game. I think both of these teams, when they win, they they win ugly, and when they lose, the games are kind of ugly. Yeah. And I just don't think, outside of the fact that the Eagles have a massive fan base. I don't think there's anything intriguing about this game. It could absolutely be a fantastic game. That doesn't mean anybody's going to care, though. I don't think anybody outside of these two fan bases care. You might be that, right. That is my opinion. Now, I, I could be the minority here, and people around the country absolutely care. I think if if you are not team. a Vikings or an Eagles fan and you're watching this or listening to this, leave a comment. Do you care Tell about us, this game? Yeah, do you care? And not that, okay, I like betting the Eagles in this because I don't know why the Eagles are plus three. I get, like, I want to bet this game. I totally see there's an angle on the side. But just, just as, as a, a football game. As a football fan, does this move the needle for you at all? I'm a little curious. Because I love the game of football. And I could kind of, and I, maybe some of that is I'm jaded with the Vikings. I thought they were going to be better than they are this year. And I think when they can run the ball, they're good. When they can't, they're bad. I don't think they're going to be able to run the ball, so I think they're going to be bad in this game. And the Eagles, anytime they've played any half-assed decent defense, they haven't looked good either. I think the Vikings are a decent defense. Yeah. I just think this could end up being an ugly game and not one of those, well, it's all defense, and so I don't like it. We no, like it just, it just could be ugly. It just could be ugly. I mean, we could see a lot of turnovers because we both know Cousins and Wentz like to turn the football. Oh away. yeah, that, I mean that's that's gonna happen. Cousins is gonna give the ball away. Yeah, that's gonna happen. Uh, the total is forty three and a half on this. Uh, seems like it might be a lot for these two teams. Yeah, I I kind of thought it was a lot. I thought it was pretty high. Yeah, it it seemed like a lot. I was um, thinking low to mid forties. It's twelve p.m. on Fox. It's at U.S. Bank Stadium in Minneapolis. Uh, the Eagles five and one against the spread their last six road games. Vikings five and one against the spread their last six home games. So you've got that metric going up against each other. Philly number two in the NFL in opponent yards per rushing attempt. They are number one in total rushing yards per game. And when the Vikings can't run the football, they have trouble winning. They're really bad. Yeah, really bad. Uh, yards per point margin. Minnesota four point one. They're number six in the NFL. Philly three point oh. They're number seven in the that, NFL. Th- see, this is why that metric can't be good. It just can't. Because this is not a top six or top four football team. They're not. Well, they're just not. When they win. They win ugly. I don't know. I mean, but, do they, but they win big. Oh, I don't care. They still win ugly. Uh, but so, I mean, we're only five games into the season. Or five weeks into the season. 
So that number will adjust. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, the analytics have Vikings minus 2.98, so it's almost right on the, it's, on the it's number. It's so weird to me that that's where the analytics are. I, I agree with you. Do they realize that? But remember, this includes home field advantage. I know. I don't. Which it, it doesn't give the Eagles anything for playing on the road, but I think the Eagles are better on the road. I don't know that they're better, but they, they just it just happen to be better. I don't know. <laughs> so so far, they've looked better on the road. I think it could be something about getting away from home. I just think they're both ugly football teams. Now you're, you're neither, dead neither, on about Neither that. one of them are winning pretty games. Are we, are we both going Eagles plus three? I don't want to make a pick on this game because I don't. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we're both going Eagles plus three and straight up, probably. Yeah. Right. Oh, there's no question Kirk Cousins is going to throw one of those just back breaking, soul crushing interceptions that he typically always does. If it's close, he'll lose it. You're right about that. All right, let's move on. Game number four Panthers at the Bucks. This is the 8 30 a.m. London game, 8 30 a.m. Central Time, God's love, Time Zone. Love this game. The total is 48. The Bucks are a two-point underdog. It is on NFL Network, and it is from Tottenham Hotspur Stadium in London, England. The total has gone under in six of the last seven matchups with these two teams. Interesting stat there, of course. With it being 48, you could totally see it going under, right? Um, but, I mean, these two these are two good offenses. But, yes. but we do like that Panthers D. Yes. Panthers D is really good. Yards per point margin. Of course, I've been bringing this stat up a lot here recently. The last three weeks with Kyle Allen, because I'm not going to count the first two weeks with Cam Newton. It's Remember, a different team. Yeah, the it's Bucks. A, it's a different football team. The Bucks lost at home to, or not the Bucks. The uh, the Panthers lost at home to the Bucks in week two. Yes, sir. With Cam Newton at quarterback, and since then they have railed off three straight and looked like a totally different football team. Well, and, and here's the difference, right? As far as that yards per point margin goes, Carolina 4.8. That is number four in the NFL. Tampa Bay 2.1 over the last three games. They're number 12 in the NFL. So, and now, of course, that does include the 55 to 40 shellacking of the Los Angeles Rams in there. Uh, and it also includes the 31 to 24 loss at New Orleans. Tampa Bay has been playing some really good football teams. Yes. I don't know that the Panthers have been playing really good football teams, but they have found a way to win every week. They're a two-point favorite here in London. There's no home field advantage for the Bucks here. Like, I like the Panthers here. So I like the Panthers also. And also, this is a divisional opponent. And, and you've I already just, lost one. And I just don't see the Bucks sweeping the Panthers. No, neither do I. I could be wrong. Now, we both like Bruce Arians. No, yeah. And we both no. like Byron Leffridge. Yeah, and, and I love Todd Bowles. Let but, me t- let me tell you the guy that could wreck this game. He's been wrecking a lot of games. Shaq Barrett. Oh, he's is, he's been unbelievable. He's taking the world by storm. Oh, it's just ridiculous. The uh, the analytics have Panthers minus 1.76. So, yeah. So, right around two. We're, we're right. Yeah. Right there. We're right there. So, field goal wins the game and covers. I like that. Uh, game number five. Texans at the Chiefs. Chiefs minus four and a half favorite. Total is 55. It's 12 p.m. on CBS Arrowhead Stadium in Kansas City, Missouri. The Texans coming off a beatdown of the Falcons, which they had a score of Gami, 53 to 32. We had never had that score in NFL history. Uh, 
Texans putting up 50. And then somehow the Chiefs at home on Sunday night football put up 13 points. Now, we both believe in that Colts defense. Yeah, I do. Even even though it was a mash unit out there. I don't know that I believe in this Texans defense. Oh, no. No, I don't either. And I think if you get into a shootout here, I think I trust Mahomes more than I do Deshaun Watson. I do as well. Um, the metrics have got, or the analytics have got the Chiefs minus 5.17 here. The yards per point margin in the last three, this will surprise you. Houston, 1.5 at number 13 in the NFL. Kansas City, 0. 0.2 at number 17 in the NFL. Chiefs have not looked good over the last three games. No. They, they've won. They got to get they got to get some guys healthy. Tyreek yeah. Hill projected to play in this game. Yeah, that's that's a game changer. He's one of the fastest people on earth. If he's a hundred percent, but he's not going to be slow. No, I don't think he's. I don't think he was slow. So if he plays, he's going to be fast. I think the Chiefs got nothing, embarrassed last. Nothing week. wrong with his legs, and I, and I don't think that the Texans have nearly as perfect a game oh, as they did no. last week. Well, you don't get to play the you don't get to play the Falcons all the time. No, you read right about that. I mean this. This defense for the Chiefs aren't gangbusters, but the Chiefs are going to stay on offense a lot more than the Packers did. Yeah. So you're not going to get the opportunity to score 55. You won't have that many possessions. Um, and, and the Chiefs aren't going to turn the ball over either. They no, just you're... they just don't do that. Mahomes, bum ankle. I think people saw on national TV the Chiefs look bad. I think they saw the Texans look really good, and I think everyone is making this line Real short, it opened at eight and a half. It's now down to five. That's a massive line movement. Well, it's, it's, is it down to five or is it four? Down to oh, it's well, five now, so it went back five. up a little bit. But it might be four and a half, five. You just got to shop around. This is on Vegas yeah. Insider. We just a general place to get lines. And I, I'm going to tell you, man, I, I think the Chiefs team is going to come out fired up, ready to play. Also, I don't trust Bill O'Brien. No. That guy's not putting together two game plans in a row. No, not at all. Not at all. Although, I'll, I'll tell you this. Deshaun Watson explaining these defenses in, in the videos going up after his post-game press conferences has been fantastic. Okay, it's, he, been, it's been great for guys like you and I. I follow a couple of different people on, on, on football, uh, on Twitter, on football, from football on Twitter, and there are people that I respect and I appreciate their football knowledge, and they're not the kind of guys that come out and just crap on people. Right. Okay. One of them is a Houston guy, a massive Houston fanboy, in Sean Salisbury, and and he has come out and said, "Love, love Sean, love his talent, love his." Everything. The the thing that he described last week when he did it the first time, everybody in football on the offensive side of the ball knows that all that scheme. Like that is nothing complicated or technical. Yeah. So it's it's not like he knows more than he's just the only quarterback that will that, that will actually sit. comes out and is talking about it. And the other guy who I respect, now crazy biased, I I think he's the best football player outside of Tom Brady that I've ever watched play football. Joe Thomas said, "I'm an offensive lineman," and what he explained, the guy who gets water for the quarterbacks who just walks in and like refills the pitcher of water during their meetings, knows what Deshaun was breaking down. Us. Even media people who aren't in any of these meetings ever, it's highly educational. And I yeah. love that he's doing it, and I'm not knocking him. But there is a little we're giving him because we're learning something new. We think he knows something that everybody else doesn't. Yeah. 
And I but appreciate it's, it's him doing basic it. Stuff. This is not guys mocking him or crapping on him for doing it or trying to take something positive. No, it's just and trying to explain that it's something that everybody that, knows. Yes, this is this is not a big deal that he's teaching you this. Yeah, We're, they're kind of shocked that nobody else has ever come out and answered these questions because football players, for the most part, they're Neanderthals. Let's yeah. just they're just meatheads. No, okay, you're right. you're and right. Deshaun is is a super articulate dude. Um, and, and I'm glad he's doing it because he is making me smarter. Yeah. He is making me understand these things better. But let, let's not get carried away with those videos and think, you know, this guy oh, he's can, so smart. can solve he's, quantum physics. Like, don't get me wrong. He's, he's smart. Like, yes. obviously, he's that's, a really good football But that's player. not what makes him smart. But that's not. The fact yeah. that he explained it to, to morons like us who don't know anything about how to really watch this stuff, that doesn't make him a genius. Yeah. It, what he does on the field, impressive. No, you're you're dead on about that. Uh, Went we on both, real long. Didn't mean to do that. No, it's all good. We we both on Chiefs minus four and a half here. I think I am. I think I am. Yeah, I'm I'm going the same way. I think they're going to come out pissed off. And I just I, can't I see think, that. I think this team's a really good football team. I think they can be a twelve and four kind of team. I don't see them losing two home games. I damn sure don't either. see them losing two games in Arrowhead. That's just crazy. Yeah, no, you're you're right about that. Uh, let's go to the interesting matchups. Okay. First one up, Saints at the Jaguars. This is a pick 'em right now. That really surprised me. But Jags at home, I think they've got uh, they got a chance to win this game. Like they've absolutely got a chance to win this game. I love Gardner Minshew. Yep. And and Teddy Bridgewater has been unbelievable here lately. I'll have um, a lot of TV time on this game. Yeah, I, I'll be I going back that. and forth from a bunch of games. Um, I, I'll have a lot of TV time on this game. Yeah, I'm super excited about kind of what both these teams are doing. I think what. Sean Payton's doing it's incredible. Gardner Minshew is the yards per play metric. Oh, he's just he's just been insane. I mean, it, it is it it blows my mind. If they could put the ball in the end zone more and not get in the red zone and settle for field goals, it'd be so much better. No, I agree with you. Now this Saints defense might be the best defense he's played. Oh, hundred percent. This is gonna yes. be legit. I mean, this is this is stout ass defense. Let's see yards per play offense. <laughs> Let's see, Jacksonville, number three in the NFL in yards per play. That didn't behind me. Behind Dallas and Kansas City. Doesn't surprise me at all. I mean, that is, they are virtually tied with San Francisco. Um, and that, that did surprise me a little bit. That doesn't mean. I think they've been really good. I, I would be crazy. curious to see that points per play because they're struggling to get the ball in the end zone when they get down there. Uh, they're putting up see. points, but they're not putting up crazy points. Let's see. Let's see, yards per point or yes. points uh, points per play? Well, it doesn't. Whatever, I don't care. So, yards per point. Something about their points. Let's see, Jacksonville, yards per point. They're number 21. Yeah, see, they go they go way down. They yeah. got a lot of yards, but they're not scoring all But they're not scoring as much. They get uh, shut down in the red zone, or they're kicking field goals. What, what I was super surprised by as far as their appoint, uh, opponent yards per play. Oh, that's bad. Uh, Jacksonville is number 26. Yeah, They're giving up 6.1. That's real bad. That and, defense is not playing well at all. And over the last three games, it is 6.1. Yep. Like, it's, it's, they're not, they're not good right now. Nope. Which is surprising, because that, that defense is supposed to be what, like, holds them up, you know? Nope, not anymore. Not anymore. You're right about that. And then the Saints, of course, this will be the best team that they've played, um, that the Jags have played <laughs> yes. in quite some time. Next up, Seahawks at the Browns. Browns bouncing back after a uh, another NFC West loss. They've lost to the Rams. They've lost to the 49ers. Now they come back home, and they've got Russell Wilson to deal with. Which, by the way, NFC West, like they've got Arizona. 
But they got Arizona's on the rise too. Like they're not just a doormat. They're going to score with you. Now, yeah, they're you're going to score on them. But man, Russell Wilson, and then you got that Rams team that made the Super Bowl last year, and then you got the 49ers with that that front line. It's just incredible. It's the it's the best. Is it the best conference in football? Because I think it is. I think it might be the best. I think they're the best football. division. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think I think division. so. Um, which isn't good that the Browns had to play that division this season. Yeah. Um, Listen, they got the talent to hang with anybody. They got I, the talent to hang with anybody. They, I'll say this. The Seahawks definitely play it close every freaking week, it seems like. That's true. They they could have gotten beat had Greg Zerline hit a field goal. That's right. Right. So they, they beat the Rams by one at home. They beat the Bengals, the lowly Bengals, by one in week one at home. They beat Pittsburgh without Ben Roethlisberger by two on the road. Um, I mean, I could see this one being really close. Like the, the Browns being... opened up on Sunday before they played on Monday night. Opened up a two-point favorite at home. True. And then they laid an absolute egg, and it jumped down to Browns plus one point five. So, you know, do you put a lot of stock into what you saw in San Francisco on Monday night? The Browns have beaten two bad football teams. I mean, on top of that, the Browns played on Monday night. And Seattle played on Thursday night. And And I shouldn't have called the Ravens a bad football team. If the Browns can run on you, they're the Vikings. Yeah. If they can run on you, they can win. They will not be running on the Seahawks. If they can't run on you, they will not only lose, they will lose ugly. Yeah. Because they have no other offense. This this could be ugly. You know why they have no other offense? You want to get back into the recap? No. No. Uh, I know. Baker. Baker's not good. He's just not good. Baker's not good. Sunday night football, Steelers at the Chargers. I don't know what to make of this Chargers team. Like, I, obviously, oh, no, I have no damn clue. Obviously, you should bet the Chargers here, or it, at least you would think that you should bet the Chargers <laughs> I don't know here. About that. Um, Whenever it looks like the Chargers can't lose. What's uh, the the kid for Pittsburgh? Devlin Hodges. Devlin. They didn't bring anybody in, right? Right. They're going with the third string guy. Yeah, they're going with him. Which, by the way, for those that don't know him. Uh, he was the Samford quarterback when Samford almost beat Florida State last year. So he is, he is as rookie as they get. He didn't look bad against the Ravens. Like I, th- I thought he looked okay. And everybody can run on the Ravens. Um, and the Chargers, like I, that is. Hey, that's. A, I don't know how well they're going to run. You got they, really excited there. Yeah, I was thinking of I was thinking of the Steelers defense being the Ravens defense, and I was thinking, oh, the Chargers will be able to run all over them. They, no, they won't need Rivers. No, they but they'll, they'll need Rivers in this game. They're going to need Phillip. Yeah, and he hadn't been great. He's an year. old man. I know. He's an old man, and he's listen. So we talked about this in our in our preview our breakdown from last week, but we we look at Tom and we see forty two. We look at Philip and we see 38, 39, something like that. We're like, oh, he's still got five years. He's, he's got some years because if Tom, hey, Tom's just an anomaly. He's an enigma. Yeah. He doesn't, he just can't really compare. But here's the other thing that you don't think about Philip's got like seven damn kids, okay? Yeah. How much does that age a man? Oh, it's got to be. I mean, I've got two it, and I'm going to die. I mean, he's, he's, he's got to be like, like forty-seven in like real man years. Okay, think, think about this. Because Tom's like, only got no. It's, he's got to be older than that in real man years. Well, yeah. But I mean, the, think with about seven this. kids. Like, it at least adds a year per kid, right? My uh, my my seventeen-month-old woke up at eleven thirty p.m. last night. 
and decided he wanted to stay up and play until two. Yeah, that happens. And and then of course I still got to get up by six to get ready for work. I love so. my children. Anybody who has children know Ugh. kids are assholes. Yeah, they, they're like the most inconsiderate people in the world. Oh yeah, like you wake up all hours of the night. You just want to do whatever you want to do. Like, come on, man. Yeah, Lincoln. Lincoln you think you think you think that that house you live in, the food you eat, you think is free? I got to work for that. Yeah. Go and to it, bed. It, he he knows I'm gonna get up and and go play. And that's got to be the worst take I've ever had. That kids suck. I mean, I love my kids. I love my kids. But yeah. But they. Oh man. See, I, I got completely different ends of the spectrum than you. Oh, I know. I mean, I'm I, not, I've got I'm a, not drinking from that that cup yet. Yeah. Um, you know, my I'm kids a, maybe this mug. I'm gonna I'm put that in our. <laughs> I'm gonna put that in our little description recap here. <laughs> Like, oh gosh! Suck. People are ever going to come after me for anything? <laughs> That'll be it. No, I think I think most parents agree with you. It's like we love our kids, but holy crap, do they wear us out? Uh, Thursday night football: Giants at the Pats. I, there's not much to talk about other than the Giants were the team that stopped. You know, they've Patriots been Super Bowl runs. a nemesis for the Patriots. I don't think that this Giants team will be, uh, but we didn't think that those would either. Now I've got a lot of Ole Miss friends. That keep telling me that this week, if and when the Patriots get up big, they put Eli back in. Eli does weird Eli things to the Patriots. And and, and I'll tell you, there'll be nothing on earth that pisses me off more if the Patriots blow this cover because Eli comes back in. Oh, yeah. Oh, Lord, yeah. There's just nothing will make me sicker. And finally, finally, our last one. Oh, Red- Redskins at the Dolphins. This could be a Tua Bowl game. The battle for the number one pick. The loser of this game has the head start. Because you win this game, you're in trouble. That's right. Because then you got a tiebreaker, too. That's right. And who knows when the other team is actually going to win a game? If they win one at all. If they win one. Like I, I, I think the Bengals might have something to say about that, but I think this Bengals team is going to win a game. I think it's much more likely that the Redskins win a game eventually than the Dolphins. At now, I, I think that. I don't. Okay. Obviously, there's a lot that can go on here. Okay. Um, because the Redskins, I think, have talent. Like Colt McCoy is back. Like I, I think they're going to be. Colt all McCoy's right. not going to start the rest of the season. You don't think so? The reason Jay Gruden is fired is because, because he would he, not play Haskins. Yeah, you're probably right. You're probably right. And if if Haskins is bad. They will lose every game. They will lose every game. And we have no idea who's going to coach this team. This is a really really interesting game. Let me tell you the difference. I I actually like the Dolphins here in this match. A, I'm catching points in a game that could equal in like a 0-0 tie. Yeah, if Um, if these two teams tied, that would be the most glorious glorious thing I have ever seen. Just football bliss is exactly what karma should do. But... You have a coaching staff on one team and a quarterback on that same team that is not buying into the tank. Yeah. But they are going out there fighting and trying to win football games. They agree with the front office. They they with the front office and the Dolphins, but they have pride in what they do. They say, look, you want to put scrubs out on the field, we'll put scrubs out on the field. But I'm going to do my win job. With the scrubs. I'm going to do my job as a head coach. And Rosen is trying to showcase himself so he can get a gig somewhere else. Yeah. All right? I'm going to tell you this. If I was Chicago, I might offer a, a second or third round pick for Rosen right now. Just to see. Right now. Because he's got to be better than Chase Daniels. 
He's got to be, and you get him for a song. It just costs you nothing against your cap. He's got to be. But anyway, these teams are trying to win. I don't know that anybody in Washington is trying to win. Now, you might be right. You might be right. I think it makes it a, a very interesting game. Now, I have a different philosophy on if Washington gets that number one pick overall and Dan Snyder is just married to the tip of Haskins. This could be the most a first-round pick has ever gone for. We you could see, we could see one of these bad teams or somebody pay a true king's ransom to come up and get to it. You might be right. That's interesting. That's very interesting. You know, he's got a lot of picks. The Dolphins. John Gruden. Oh, does he? Oh, yeah. he does, yeah. Been stockpiling picks. Hmm. It's very interesting. Very interesting. You're right because he got one for uh for Mac. He's got, he got one for Mac. He got another one this year for uh. He got for one Cooper. for Amari Cooper. Yep. That's interesting. If if he's not sold on Derek Carr now, Derek Carr's winning a lot of games right now. It's hard to get rid of him, but there's a difference between Carr and Tua. We think. We think. The, yes, yeah. we think. That's right. Grand, grand scheme of things, you yeah. know. Yeah. Carr comes out and wins the division this year, or makes a wild card spot. It'd be. It's Hard. tough to do that. That's right. Yeah, tough to tough to drop him. All right, that's going to wrap up our NFL previews for week number six. Of course, go over to winningcureseverything.com. Enter in the football picks contest. You can win surprises from Tunica, Mississippi, the South's premier sports gambling destination. Of course, they bring you the show every week. You can find more information about their six incredible sports books over at tunicatravel.com. If you're over at winningcureseverything.com, you can find our Facebook, our Twitter accounts, Everything else, go follow us on Twitter. Go uh, follow us on Facebook. Hit subscribe if you're watching on YouTube. Make sure you hit subscribe if you're listening on your favorite podcast app. If you're on Apple Podcasts, make sure to leave a nice review for us. You want us to uh, answer a question for you, you can leave it right in there, and we would definitely appreciate it. Obviously, five-star reviews are welcome. That helps out that big, gigantic Apple algorithm, whatever it is. Uh, That is going to wrap it up for this week. Anything else that we need to hit on? I think we're good. That wraps it up. We will see you guys again next time. Thanks for checking out Winning Cures Everything. If you want to keep up with us, hit subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. Visit the website at winningcureseverything.com or you can like us on Facebook or follow us at Winning Cures, at GaryWCE, or at Chris Giannini on Twitter. Share out the show, Uh, leave a nice review, and make sure to comment and tweet at us. I'll actually read. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.